Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I feel like a like a radio DJ when you intro like that. Welcome back to BNB Anime. Today on this show, we're talking about politics. I don't know. <laughs> and now over to Brad with the weather. Yes. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I was making my coworkers laugh yesterday because they hadn't heard my sat-nav voice. Oh, have they not? And I was like, because somebody was, okay, so the washrooms in our cafe are like down the hall a bit. It's a straight line, but people still get confused. And uh, and so they always ask like, um, oh, where are the washrooms? And and I'm always like, oh, just down the hall. But (laughs) the other day I just got fed up. Like I said it like 12 times in a row. And I just got fed up with it. So I said, um two meters to your left and on your right and, and my co-workers just started crapping up crack, crapping up they started crapping up and then for the rest of my shift i was well not for the rest of my shift but for a good portion i was just like what can i get for you today one latte what size medium regular milk proceed to check out <laughs> order confirmed please swipe your card on the right tap on the fucking screen thank you (laughs) now kindly fuck off (laughs) take your latte and get the fuck out (laughs) i love it so much (laughs) i'm i'm clipping that bit by the way i need that on my soundboard (laughs) Take your latte and get the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, I need Uh, that in my life. It's actually kind of, that's become a running joke in the cafe of like, take your latte and get the fuck out. (laughs) Uh, Because we say it to each other. We started saying it like, we started saying it like just to each other when annoying customers after they had left. But then we started saying it to each other literally when we would end each other's, when we'd end our shifts. So now, as a supervisor, whenever I'm like, sorry, I have to cut your shift, um, instead of saying, sorry, I have to cut your shift, I now just say, take your latte and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all fun and games, I promise. They all know. That's <laughs> like literally what I tell our other full-timer. I'm like, hey, get out of my sight. Yeah. Go the fuck away. Yeah. Take your fucking lunch break and leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, we've already discussed how our days are, but you don't get to hear about it because you weren't already listening because we haven't recorded it yet. Yeah, no, we do things professionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's small talk? We don't need small talk. It's already done. No, we don't. Um, what did you get from for, from coffee? What did you get from coffee? Uh, hang on, and I will tell you because I had their menu pulled up. Uh, just a moment. <gasps> I got is- a... My chair is clicking. Honey, Sorry, brown sugar, chair. and cinnamon. Latte. Uh, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds similar to a drink that we make. Yeah, I don't like honey, though. I think we've had this conversation. I think we have. Honey yeah. is one of those things to where, like, I'm fine with it as, like, a normal cooking ingredient. Mm. But coffee, it is a little bit on the strange side, but also it works in this, so I'm good with it. Yeah, I, I don't like honey in anything. Unless you literally can't taste the honey. So back when I was a meat eater, I know that you, you like a lot of times you pair honey with, what is it, pork or beef? Like big chunks of red meat. 
And do you know why you do that? To, to, um, I remember from Food Wars, you pair it and onions on it to uh, break down the, I want to say amino acids, but I don't think it is. It, it breaks down the fibers and the tendons to make it more tender. More squishy and cuts with a spoon. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I remember my food wars. See, anime teaches you things, guys. It does. I mean, look at Dr. Stone. I still can't fucking science, and yet I love that show. I mean, that yeah. goes completely against the point we were trying to make. <laughs> also, I just, uh, this show has just clocked something for, for me. Okay, so we're, uh, skip ahead a little bit. Today we're covering Oshinoko. Well, the first episode of which, which is basically a feature-length film. Oh my god, it really is. Yeah, but the main character in this has the profession of being a gynecologist. But I was literally talking about this at work earlier today between a couple of my co-workers, because it was just us girlies working today. And um, we were saying how male gynecologists should be illegal. We're joking, obviously. But, but but somebody one of them asked me if I would ever go see a male gynecologist, and I was like, no, that's illegal. <laughs> I was like, if you don't own one, you don't get you don't get to say anything about it. Sorry, <laughs> no, illegal. I was like, you male doctors get prostate and testicular and all that jazz. They can do that shit. Gynecology, no. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why would a guy go to school for seven years to be a doctor to decide that he wants to look at vaginas all day? We all know why. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe it's just one of those things to where you know what you're good at. Mm -hmm. I, through all of my art classes, my one art class and everything else, I <laughs> never would have thought that I would have ended up working with colors all day and being a professional finger painter. Yet here I am. Yeah. So you just never know. If you're good at it, would you rather not have somebody in the role that actually knows what they're doing? Mm, yeah, you can hit me with that logic, but I can hit you with the fact that men and vaginas. <laughs> I, I flee the fifth going forward. <laughs> 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 I plead the fifth going forward. I will <laughs> I retract my statement. <laughs> will uh, recede back into my role of just being the stupid one here. <laughs> now, allow me to just sit here and sip my coffee and move on with my mm -hmm. life. Yeah, it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that some men really like the idea of bringing lives into the world, you know, through, like, birthing and shit. That has nothing to do with it. Wait, what? Gynecologists. They help deliver babies, right? I don't know. Yes. I don't have children. Okay, so a vagina doctor does <laughs> does medical things that are to do with, shockingly, um, the vagina and other reproductive parts of the female anatomy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, one of the things that the female anatomy, specifically the sex organs, um, mainly the sole purpose of those organs, really, um, is to create babies and push them through themselves. Is that how that works? It, yes, it funnily enough is. Um, I feel like you're older than me and should already know this. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, therefore, the specific doctor that deals with vaginas um, is usually there for when vaginas do vagina things. Just <laughs> light bulb gone off. <laughs> yeah, 
right? Like, yeah. oh, I have an oh, idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But also, that brings a whole new level to this anime because he wouldn't do things later on in the I'm trying to word this into spoils because yeah he wouldn't do things later on in the anime because of boundaries but he also absolutely looked at her vagina several times (laughs) fingers in there all the way through like it's (laughs) like that's he was her gynecologist like so funnily enough on the topic of spoilers yeah. So for last week's episode, for those that um, have listened to that, I didn't actually cut out what you said. I just added in a whole other line track okay. solely just to bleep that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like literally like mid sentence. It just goes from you talking into bleep territory and then me just going into, whoa, whoa, spoiler. <laughs> I had so much fun with that. That's funny. <laughs> oh, uh, so that's the shit that I'm getting into now because you give me too much fucking power. <laughs> no, free range, free free range, free range, Brad. <laughs> We've uh, let him lease on the farm, guys. <laughs> uh, and yet I still can't even get into trouble. No. Uh, all uh, by um, myself. <laughs> Yeah, Niall Horan's in the city. Wait, what about horns in the city? <laughs> Niall Horan, the One Direction guy. I, what? The Irish one. What? What direction? One Direction. <laughs> you know, beautiful. Yeah. Is Harry Styles? Is that not the Jonas Zayn Brothers? Man. No, Jonas Brothers are a poor ripoff of um, fucking hell. Why can I not remember their names? Mm. Um. In the year, in the year 3000, but much has changed with their lived on the water. What is it? Busted. I don't know. Um, this is a hill I will die on. Uh-huh. British boy band. Not even a boy band, an actual band, because the difference between a boy band and a band is that they play instruments, right? Uh-huh. So actual band came out with the song Year 3000 in England. I don't know who wrote the song, we'll say, but I don't know. Anyway. Later on, very short time period after, the Jonas Brothers come out with their song, Year 3000. Same song. Um, One's targeted to British audience. The Jonas Brothers didn't exist in the UK. So one's targeted to American. Um, The Jonas Brothers are Disney, right? So they can't say certain lyrics. So the original song um, of Year 3000, the lyrics go... Not much has changed, but they lived underwater. And your great, great, great granddaughter is pretty fine. As in, like, she's good looking. The Jonas Brothers version goes, but your great, great, great granddaughter is doing fine. Because Disney. And it tickles me. And English version is better. And now to history with Blue. (laughs) Music history with Blue. On Jazz 1FM. I have learned things. Yeah. And we'll That's retain enough. none of this. No. It's I know so many useless facts. I mean, you know me. I know that the Battle of Hastings. Fact, so what I I know the Battle of Hastings took place in ten sixty six. The reason why I know that is because of an insurance phone number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So also British law. Um 
my childhood, I don't know if it's still on the telly, but when I was little, there was an advert from Hastings Insurance and the jingle for it was their phone number. Oh, eight hundred double oh ten sixty six, and ten sixty six is the year of the Battle of Hastings. Hence, Hastings Insurance having that phone number. So that's my one go to historical fact. When anyone's like, "Hey, do you know a historical fact?" I'm like, "Yeah, the Battle of Hastings took place in ten sixty six," and they think I'm really smart, and it, I'm not. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Anyone who's English or British, I suppose, who wherever that was on the telly, will get it. Canadians, they think you're fascinating. I mean, I think you're fascinating, but that's just because you're one of my best friends. Aw, go puke in a toilet. No, I gotta record. <laughs> I'll just sit here and sip my coffee and then just <laughs> say nice things and make you lose your shit. Yeah, you will do. Um, Do you have regular milk? Yes. Mm, I have regular milk, too. Only know how to use whole milk. I have 2% milk. See, I don't like the reduced fat version. Mm. I prefer full fat. Mm. It makes for better foam. Isn't whole milk 4% right? I just, I don't know. I We just call it whole or homo. Huh? <laughs> Homogenized milk. Uh-huh. Homo milk. Huh? <laughs> it's gay milk. <laughs> I don't, I don't no. understand milk terms. <laughs> Homogenized milk for short, homo milk. It's a Canadian thing. So what, what, Also, what our is... milk comes in bags. Now, that's one of the things that I believe I've given you shit about on this podcast before. <laughs> it's one of those things that actually... Okay, so it was never a thing all the way up until I moved to Toronto. Now it's a thing. Because it's only in certain provinces. Uh-huh. It wasn't a thing in Alberta. We had cartons and jugs, same as the rest of the planet. So um, why is it in a bag? I, I don't really know. Uh-huh. What I will say is it's fucking annoying when they pop. I mean, yeah. It's really useful for stacking our fridges. Like the milk fridges in the cafes and stuff, they pack tight. You can fit so much more milk in there. But last week we had a delivery where we had eight four liter bags of milk explode. That's a lot of units of milk. Yeah. So um, what happened was they had... I guess the transportation from the, I don't know, the cleaning facility, the bagging facility, I don't know, the facility to the cafe mm-hmm. in the truck must have been particularly rough because they were exploded, but they're like three bags inside of a bigger bag. So you pull out the individual cylindery bags and they're about the size of like a, like your regular carton of milk. And they sit inside plastic jugs and you snip off a corner and you pour them from when they're inside the drug, right? Yeah. Um. So there are like three bags inside of a big bag. And they'd all split inside of the individual bags, but not through, they hadn't come through the, the big bag yet. So we didn't notice when we were unpacking all of the milk, right? Uh-huh. And then I was feeling them and I was like, these feel way squishier than normal. Like normally they're quite structural because they have like the three bags that keep them contained. But I was like, these feel real squishy. And then I see a small droplet trail running through the cafe of milk from where the guy has like been bringing him in on his gurney thing. Um, and uh, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm thinking like one or two, right? So I'm like looking through and I'm like patting him down and you can feel it when you squish him. And I'm like, okay, this one's busted. And I put it in the sink. I'm like, okay, this one's busted. And I put it in the sink. And I'm like, 
this one's busted. And I put it in the sink. And I'm like, we only order 16. How many? How many are broken? And I was like, seven, eight, 50% of our milk order busted. I would so be like, bitching somebody out. Uh-huh. So I get I get out to my emails and I'm like, um, so my manager was not in. I'm like, great, this falls onto me for responsibility. <laughs> Perks of like, being in uh, charge. Right. So I'm like emailing the guy, I'm like, um, milk's all broken. Uh it's a Friday. They don't do milk deliveries over the weekend. They don't have any more drivers. That's it. So I'm like Great. So I'm like, okay, so who do I have on my team that I can send to the grocery store to go buy bags of milk and lug them all the way over here? (laughs) Yeah, it was a pain. Milk was everywhere. The sink was covered. We were all covered. Everyone thinks that it's like, oh, when you when you work at a coffee shop, you just smell like coffee and pastries all day. No, you smell like milk. (laughs) All day, every day. You just smell like milk. I mean, we've had pallets come in where we can obviously tell that they set other pallets on top of our shit. Mm. And paint, I'm not sure if anybody's aware, but cans are kind of fragile, especially if you set something really fucking heavy on it. Mm. And so we had a pallet come in that had colorant on the top, and the colorant was smushed. Mm. Well, colorant, unlike paint, goes further and likes to smear fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it never happens with any other color but red. And it's always the red that looks like blood. So there yep. was one time this colorant came in, and I could obviously tell the box was squished because it looked like there's a blood trail running down the entire palette. Mm. I had to transport this to the sink so I could start, you know, washing shit off. And by the time it was all said and done, by the time I got everything cleaned up, I looked like I had been to war. Yep, I bet. My face was covered. My hands was covered. <clears throat> it looks like I'd stains. been shot. <clears throat> yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. But I mean, it's colorant, so it washes off relatively yeah. easy. <clears throat> and it was water-based colorant. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Because if it was the industrial colorant, I would have been stained red. Yep. For like at least a week. Yeah. It would have been rough. Yeah. Yeah, red, red pigment's like the hottest pigment to get out. And yet, it doesn't make sense because it's not a natural pigment and it's the first to fade. Yeah. Very strange. Yellow yeah. and red both. Yellows and reds suck. Yeah, they do. Although, funnily enough, for my hair dye, Janessa will attest to this, um, blue was the one that stuck in my hair more than anything else. I think that's just because it's you. It's just because of me. Speaking of which, my chaotic coworker that I was talking about last week uh-huh. has started to name me different blues. <laughs> Today I got aquamarine. Yesterday I had turquoise. Aquamarine I'm... is beyond fitting for what we're recording today. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I was like, you, she was also the one who brought up gynecology. So like, I was like, she knows. She somehow psychically knows what we were watching today. That is the weirdest fucking synchronicity that I yeah. think I've ever heard. <laughs> that is yeah. beyond wild. I told you she's chaos. She's chaos com- uh, contained. Really, Con- really is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. She's a wild one. Most definitely. So shall we, since we're already on the topic of aquamarine, shall we get into it? I am so excited to talk about this because I didn't think that I would like it, but I really am hooked. Oh, I, 
I told you, like, once you get past the first bit, because the first bit's really weird and makes you it's a little uncomfy. Weird. Yeah. But then once you get past that, genuinely, my show of the season, if not show of the year, like, yeah. the show is fucking good. It's, but it's, my yeah. God, does it just hit you hard from the beginning. It's It's one of those ones where I think that it is, it's because it's so weird and it's so aware that it's creepy and gross and like not good it's kind of possible in that sense because it's not doing it as like a this is okay behavior it's doing it as a this is really fucking weird but we're playing into it yeah it's it's like you said it is incredibly self-aware and does it in a way to where although like it does make you a little uncomfy it's like okay i'm good with it because they know what they're doing they're doing it on purpose it's fine yeah, and this is definitely a show that is targeted to older people. Um, I know it's rated only a PG-13, but... There's no fucking way. It is, yeah. No. Yeah, but that's oh the thing. is, I genuinely don't think that 13-year-olds would be super interested in this. I think they might say they are or whatever, but they won't get it the same way that adults will get it. That's fucking wild. I figured this would be rated R. I, yeah, it should be. Oh, my God. Especially with the, the well, I mean, with all of it, but, like, with the ending. Yeah, like, bruh. <laughs> okay, let's get through the background before we get into this, because there's so much I want to fucking talk about. Mm-hmm. But that's mind-blowing. Yeah. All right. So, Oshinoko was initially a manga written by Aka Akasaka if you are unfamiliar with that name um only the motherfucker that did Kakiosama so this is their latest work and oh boy it's fucking good Mm -hmm. the television series was written by Daisuke Hiramaki sure Mm -hmm. let's go with that made by studio Dogokobo the most recent thing we've done by Dogokobo was Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie Mm-hmm. So but very pleased with yeah, that. Yeah, we've done a few things from. Yeah, we've done several things. Um, um we've done Umarachan. Yeah. Um, trying to find more. I think Umaru. Oh, um, Monthly Girls uh, Nozaki-kun. Have we done that one? Yeah, no, we've yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, we've done Monthly that. We've done a uh, new done game too. Mm-hmm. And then. Um. Sing we've yesterday done quite a for few. me, but we never actually yeah. got around to that one because that wasn't what we thought it was going to be. No. Supposed to do it for music month, but no, it's not actually about music, fuckers. Liars. And we had to call an audible on that one, too. Because <laughs> we were like, all right, we're doing it. I got eight episodes in the day before we were supposed to record, and I was like, um, this isn't about music. We need to change. Yeah. Yeah, we've done quite a few, and there's a lot. I mean, yeah, there's quite a quite a bit that like i don't know yeah there's just yeah there's quite a bit to watch and it's licensed by sentai filmworks so if you're like us and you love things licensed by sentai filmworks like food wars and what let me do the 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 listless one what is it i can't think of it i'm drawing a blank oh uh tanaka yeah tanaka i was like no that's not it angel beats and So much. Yeah, so literally anything done by Sentai, you Log have to... is one that I've watched. I don't think you've watched Log Horizon. Uh, I have not. And we keep saying we're going to cover it, and then it just keeps getting pushed and back. it just keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, but um, it is... 
any and all of that now going forward is on high dive. So not to say you have to get another subscription, but I mean, the $6 a month is worth it solely for this show alone. They also did Chihaya. Did they do Chihaya? Yeah, Chihaya from... Is it? I thought that was still on Crunchy. Well, they're licensed on it. (laughs) I literally pulled up Crunchy and was searching Crunchy. (laughs) If if Um, that's where my brain is at, that's a good enough inclination. Yes. No, Crunchy still has all three seasons, surprisingly enough. Oh, well, maybe until the end of the term, and then they'll switch. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um. So, yeah, uh, I'm not going to give you much background on my end, because, like I said, like we only watched the first episode, and it's not done yet. Yeah. So, so I can't really tell you how many people dropped it, considering the fact that they're still watching it. Um. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. no, no drop rate, no percentage, anything like that. Most we can tell you is... It's fucking good, so go it's watch it. Good, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> full trigger warnings for everything under the sun. I'm just gonna give it a blanket one. Oh, it doesn't my really God, need yes. a. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like I can't go into specific trigger warnings because it doesn't fully like there are trigger warnings that it doesn't need like animals, for instance, nothing to do with it. But like a blanket one will work because the specific trigger warnings that it does involve are also like spoilers so best to just go blanket trigger warning if you are triggered by things read the plot up online um you, it's everywhere you'll find it and then um, with that being said we can go ahead and throw on spoiler chicken hats so that way we'll get a little bit more specific with the trigger warning so that way you can like actually hear them before we move forward anymore dive into it. yeah so yeah. a general overview is that it's based around um a 16 year old idol um, I, who, I, A-L-I, I. I, yes. I, yeah. Um, my mouth does not shape that way. Um, <laughs> and, uh, she is, um, trying to make it in the industry. However, she has made, uh, I don't know whether or not, uh, I could probably spoil it that second. Okay. I'll word it in a way. And she ev- has, everybody has seen the kids. It's fine. Okay. She got pregnant. Pergnant. Pregnant. Perginat. Pergnant. Can ooh get pregante? <laughs> pregante <laughs> is my favorite. Can ooh get pregante? <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen that video, you need to search it up. Just type up the word video and then spell pregnant, whichever way, in whichever order of letters. In it doesn't really matter. You'll find the video. It's hilarious. Um, but yes. She gets Pergogranat and, or what did is. You do? <laughs> what did I do? I don't know. I, I heard don't, the sirens in the background. What did you do? <laughs> I live on a busy street. That's what I did. Ah, um, uh, makes sense. <laughs> maybe you should cut that. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> Set a reminder to cut out around the 29 minute mark. I was going to say. Okay. I added cut out for this evening. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. There you go. Set a reminder. <laughs> Just now the reminder says okay. Okay. Cut out around the 29 minute mark. Okay. That's good. Good Siri. Oh my gosh. What is the purpose of having AI assistants if they are fucking garbage? Right. Uh, I need to be nicer. If they have a fucking uprising, I'm fucked. 
Speaking of AI, I. Nobody else gets that. <laughs> you, you, that's all been cut out. You don't know. You haven't heard that. But yeah, she's Pergurganet. Um, so she is as an idol. Obviously, can't be Pergurganet because that's a no go. You can't be a girl band idol if you're pregante. So she goes to the countryside and when she's in the countryside she meets this gynecologist obviously he's her doctor and um uh they develop a friendship of sorts but it's very professional even though he's a real fanboy and quite a creep of her he's a creep because of the reason that he had a previous patient who was a fan of hers who was a teenager um at the time that he knew her and um got to know the uh, the group via through the patient then shit happens time progresses now she the idol has babies those babies are strange this story focuses around the strange babies and her and the first episode is a film based on the storyline of those children and of her as an idol developing growing in the industry yeah the first episode is essentially a prologue film Yes, so the series progresses like this. Yeah, this the the episode isn't like the first episode of the series. It really is like a prequel. Yeah, because the film pretty much like once the film ends, the episodes on from that are essentially like the kids in high school. Yeah, so it's it's the foundation of the story and. It's like, yeah, instead of getting a sad backstory, sad backstory, does that spoil anything? Nah, nah, it's fine. Instead of getting a sad backstory, like, as to reveal to you, as you go through the anime, you're given it as your foundation, and then the anime is built off of the backstory. Yeah. There's a lot of humor in it, there's a lot of creepiness in it, there's a lot of weird stuff. It's just a mess. But it's really good. And I don't like that I enjoy it because it's so icky, but I really enjoyed it. It is absolutely like, I realize I use this adjective a lot, but the show is incredible with yeah. everything that it accomplishes. Mm. And just the first episode alone is a motherfucking roller coaster. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, with all of that being said, uh, let's chuck on some spoiler chicken hats before we get into like some more specific spoilers before we go forward. Because mm-hmm. I feel like blanket spoilers kind of doesn't do the show justice considering what it gets into, like ha- harshly. Yeah. So with that being said, spoiler chicken hats on now. And to go ahead and get the triggers out of the way before we move forward, we've got stalking. We've got trauma. And um, child pregnancy, um, child neglect, um, foster care systems, uh, blood, gore, violence, um, uh, perversion. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Childhood in the workforce. Uh, Like, yeah, the entertainment industry just being a shitty place. Yeah. And I really like how that's becoming like a more prominent thing in anime, too. Yeah. Like, I love these realistic takes on the entertainment industry because they really get it. Because this is real shit that people have to deal with in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Cyberbullying. Yeah. 
Um, I, that's everything I could think of for the triggers, but uh, yeah, there may be more. Also, to the Brits, happy coronation day. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all the fucking UK people that I've seen talking about today is just coronation this and coronation that. And I'm just like, uh, why? I'm more interested why is this a thing? in the I'm more interested in the Chinese food debate on TikTok. I'm sorry, there's a Chinese food debate on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. So it's been happening for like uh maybe a week, a couple weeks now. Um as an American food reviewer, um, well, she's more of a video content reviewer surrounding food. Uh-huh. Um, she's an Asian American um who normally calls out people for being icky when trying foreign food you know basically they're like ew it's disgusting why would anybody eat this and like shaming other cultures you know yeah um and so she calls them out she's like don't be a dick like try new things if you don't like them that's okay but like don't just like be derogatory to other people's cultures like that's Mm -hmm. not great yeah that's shitty yeah anyway so she makes a tiktok saying like this doesn't feel racist but huh um, directing it to um, a bunch of English creators who were saying, I'm going to go get a Chinese, and then we're eating Chinese food. Specifically, the phrase, I'm going to go get a Chinese, um, was her saying. She was like, it, it's, uh, it like feels racist, is what she was saying. Um, and uh, because in America, when you say something like a Chinese, you put that a that in front of it, it becomes dehumanizing and derogatory um so unless you're like person but if you're like this person is a chinese like that feels horrible to say right yes but there's a language barrier there because in england we're not saying a chinese food we're saying a chinese item and we've just taken off the item the item in this case is takeaway which is different than takeout because takeaway is kind of like a um invisible kitchen like you don't dine in so they are also a very specific culinary experience like you can get chips and curry sauce and like other things that aren't like chinese food even though the chinese food is also very different because it's not real chinese food just like american chinese food isn't real chinese food like it's you know a blended cultural mix yeah anyway so she was saying it feels icky all of britain went uh no (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> she also said something like um well you wouldn't you wouldn't you would say it for like would you say a mexican or an in, an indian or um an italian it's like actually we would i know you probably wouldn't in america phrase it that way like i'm gonna go get an italian but that is something that we do say in england um because again it's not we're not talking about an italian like it's it's an individual we're, it, the, uh, we're, it's a noun an Italian meal, an Italian, you know? So, but anyway, she was getting real mad about it. And then the entire Britain, I think it's the first time I've ever seen Britain agree with each other. Like Scotland, Ireland, Wales, even our, um, uh, sorry, Ireland, Ireland's not Britain. Uh, Scotland, England, Wales, and even Ireland was like, yeah, we agree. Um, we were all cohesively being like, no, that's just how we say that. Um, but yeah, it became a huge thing. She, she doubled down on it as well. She was like, no, like you guys are racist to all of britain oh why would you make that a hill to die on and that's the thing that's what so many content creators in britain were saying was that they really respected her content beforehand of like 
calling people out for you know not being open-minded when trying other cultures foods and and that kind of thing but like you can't call an entire culture racist you can't or imply it at least i don't think she she said it directly but she definitely implied it yeah and so then so many asian brits and brits of other ethnicities were getting like hate comments and death threats and i'm like you just lost your own battle there because you sent your followers who are americans over to brits to attack them and so you've just attacked other asian people whose food you were trying to defend i think somehow that's yeah because they were like actually no everyone just says i'm gonna go get a chinese but it's also like not just foreign food we say it for our own food as well like we say i'm gonna go get a nando's or i'm gonna go get a full english i'm gonna go you know, we shorten everything. It, nobody butchers the English language like the English. We don't even say, like, full names of shops. Spoons is a full sentence. It's like, you just say, <laughs> spoons? People know, do you want to go to Witherspoons? Like, that's a full sentence. And the response is, spoons. <laughs> full sentences. And no, like, that's a debate I've had with somebody. That Southern American is closer to english Mm. than northern american is i i would agree with you because Because we shorten shit yeah it's just how lazy can you possibly be you are the closest you can be to english exactly so i actually had that debate with somebody they were hardcore debating so no thank you for this conversation yeah no i will use this as fodder yeah no fully because it's like i mean it's the it's the thing of like Instead of greeting someone, you're like, you're right? And then they go, yeah. <laughs> it's like, not, are you all right? Or how are you doing? Is he right? I mean, it, it's one of those things. As yeah. long as both parties understand what's happening, then it's fine. I mean, you'd say y'all. That's a, basically a, like, yeah, same thing. Y'all? Yuns? Y'all. Y'all use. Use all. Y'all. Nah, that sounds Canadian. Use all. Yeah. Or like, I guess, all Midwestern. Y'all. Use that guys. was my favorite. All y'all. All y'all. All y'all. All y'all folks. <laughs> How's your mom and him? Mm. <laughs> oh. But yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, if you want to entertain yourself and get down a TikTok rabbit hole, um, jump down there. And I'd be interested to hear your opinions because um I am obviously biased. I can't not be a British. And then just let me know because I'm curious, but I'm not going down that TikTok rabbit hole because my feed is perfectly curated and I want to keep it that way. Mine isn't. Mine's chaos right now. I can't believe that. I've got like one dude who's like getting six foot pythons and hunting gators in the Everglades barefoot. And then I've got uh, like that stupid fish song. I liked the fish song, but I'm really done with the fish song. What fish song? If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, look at that fish. That that song? I have no clue what you're talking about, okay. mate. That that was on TikTok for a while. Um, <laughs> it's still on my feed, but it's like trickling in every now and again. Every now and again, I'll get the food videos. Um, I'm also on weight loss TikTok, which I don't understand how I got there. I'm, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to gain weight. Yeah. How, yeah. Okay. Anyway. I don't, I don't understand that. Hey, can you put me on that side of TikTok? No. It's, no, it's toxic. I, I mean, it. there there is a couple good, yeah, good ones, but there's also like no. 
Oh, no, I I fully understand that. The internet is a very toxic place. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not going to. I'll send you the fish song. You can... <laughs> no, I'm good. I don't. And you see, here's the weird part about that, though. Like, I'm on food talk. Yeah. But I guess I haven't made it to, like, the, like, diet side of TikTok, I guess, or uh, the weight loss side of things. I'm on specifically soup talk. Huh. Yeah. Oh, and mushroom talk. Foraging talk. Um, Ren I mean, Fair talk. I was going to say, like, Ren Fair and Foraging talk doesn't surprise me because I know you. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm the... going to a Ren Fair. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. I want photos. I will send photos. Um, Yeah. That's I don't believe that. No. Yeah. Well, they'll probably, they may pop up on my Instagram. I don't know. I might get tagged <laughs> in some. I'll probably get tagged in some more than I'll post them. Uh, that's fine. And then you can just show them to me later. Yeah. Hiccup. Hiccup. Hiccup, John. Yeah, it's been a while since I... Anyway, we're watching an anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we watched a fucking anime. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you want to go watch an anime? Hey. Anime? Yeah. Grab an anime. Grab an an anime. Hey, I'm gonna go get an anime. (laughs) Not to re-segue back for a minute. (laughs) Spoons? Spoons. 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 So, spoiler chicken hats are on. Uh, I'm so excited. I haven't watched the second episode yet because I wanted to just leave this in my brain before I jumped into more. Uh-huh. But I'm so excited to watch more. Ah, it's so good. I've seen the first episode four times now. Because I'm making everybody watch this. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking good. I don't even know where to start or what to talk about. It's good. I want to see him act. I want to see her be an idol. I want to see them kill it. I just, I want to go hunt down the manga now. Yeah. Like, I can't wait week to week for episodes anymore i'm fully caught up on all the episodes and i can't get enough of this shit Mm. there's only going to be 11 episodes for the first season but there's enough manga to do more and i can i it'll get approved for a second season it's oh without a doubt it's so fucking popular and it all started because the two fucking kids with the glow sticks yeah which that it's whole funny bit how in general it went, was it's wonderful. funny how it went viral in the show and then went viral irl as well yeah uh, it's almost like they planned that or something it's almost like they know what they're doing yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god Ew. yeah babies babies twins 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 twin babies who are doctor and patient yeah so you've got our homie aquamarine mm-hmm. who i can't be bothered to uh remember his actual name nor do Goro. i actually know if we got his actual name amemia uh we're just gonna roll with uh aquamarine yeah so aqua was a doctor mm. and his patient was sarina or ruby now ruby she was terminally ill never able to do anything no and she was absolutely obsessed with idols but most specifically hoshino i and so, therefore, 
because of her obsession and then death because like she was his first patient in residency mm. so that obviously scarred him mm. and again trauma it's very very strange and so therefore because of that he became obsessed with idols most specifically hoshino ai who ended up becoming his pregnant patient yes and after bashing his head into the fucking floor because he couldn't believe what he was actually witnessing yeah he continued being her doctor and was supposed to help her deliver her children until he wasn't he died homie got uh knocked off of cliff coon yeet because um yeah stalker yeah um so then the two of them are reincarnated into babies into specifically her babies the twins aquamarine and ruby they are okay so you have to suspend all belief of life when watching this show because um it's not just like a isekai kind of vibe but it's also um you can't like babies don't function as babies and it's not just like oh they've been reincarnated to their brains work it's they've been reincarnated into the baby forms so they have like functioning ability to lift their head up um within and speak within six months of being born and it's not like you know like they're fully their mouths and palates and like are developed it's not like they they're they're not yeah they're physically a human in a like a full adult grown human but little because they're not yeah they're not physically babies because they're like walking and communicating and and functioning well, they still are to some yeah. degree, though, because their bodies tire out extremely quickly. Yeah. Which they make a note of, which I was like, okay, that's kind of cool how they left that to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they're they're just small humans, really. And, like, they have to take more steps so they tire out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not getting adequate adult human nutrients because they're milk. Yep. Because milk. Yeah, just just because milk. That's because milk. And just literally what this podcast revolves around at this point is just coffee and milk. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they do their best to support their mom in um her being the best idol that she can be, but they have to be kept a secret because nobody can know that she is a mom, uh, specifically a teen mom because she was sixteen. And then you've got the manager and manager's wife. Manager's wife has to look after the children Mm. and the kids decide to play god yeah which i thought was hilarious it was really funny if if ever there were something that could bring me so much joy considering the bits that i play that brought me so much joy (laughs) we are gods you will worship us (laughs) i was like yes you will do as we say, and you will be rewarded with a second husband that is a, a very attractive actor, despite the fact that you're still married to your first. <laughs> do as these children say and dote on them and make sure I is as popular as possible. And we will make sure that you get a hot actor as a husband. And she's like, <gasps> yes, otherwise yes. you'll die. Oh, no, that's no, too no. concrete. <laughs> the consequences. <laughs> I honestly I think that bit got me the best of whatever really she's funny. like how concrete is this and they were like death and she was like no that's too concrete uh so oh. yeah 
uh, so they progress through life slowly aging up as you go. They age up in kind of chunks. Um, and each chunk, they perform something new and they build their relationship with their mom. Their mom has a tragic backstory of being in um, childcare in children's homes growing up without a supportive family. We are also um, left with the mystery of the father of the babes, um, who is not revealed throughout the entirety of the first episode and is the main mystery and focal point and reason for them both entering the entertainment industry um that then progresses through to the rest of the series and yeah it's like the big the big thing yeah um but we're also introduced to director san who is um going to also kind of be like i'm assuming the i was gonna say the apprentice but he's not the apprentice aquamarine is his apprentice yeah i guess and yeah, I don't know. It's just a very interesting concept. We are introduced to um, a lot of really cool characters and I am excited to watch more. I can't really, I don't know what else to say because I just want to stop recording and go watch another episode. <laughs> I mean, you can. There's three more to watch. Bye. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm finishing this one on my own. It's now a solo episode. <laughs> oh, I don't have a script prepared. No, you can't do this to no. me. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Oh, it's such an accurate depiction of my life. Anyway. <laughs> Those applications are still open. <laughs> if you are a six foot. No, no, that's not a requirement anymore. I've already knocked oh. that one off the <laughs> chopping block. So we're if good. If you are a seven foot. <laughs> yes. 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 Please. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about getting Brad some boots. I mean, so have you seen the ads on like Instagram or TikTok or the shoes that make you like two and a half inches taller? Mm, yes, I have. I could be six, six and a half. It's so funny how really short people and really tall people count the halves. I mean, I, I'm literally just six, four. Like, I don't know if there's any more or less to that. It's just I'm six, four. Yeah. But since the shoes give you two and a half inches, I'd be six, six and a half. Mm. Or you would almost look me in the eyes if you wore those. What am I? Five, five and a half, five, ten ish. Yeah. So you'd be six foot. I'd be my brother's height. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd be still, I'd still be shorter than my brother. Ew. I can't just wear heels. And then I'm taller than my brother, but like. <laughs> so wear the shoes and then heels on top of the shoes. Yeah. My cousin's coming. He's your height. Oh. Um, I'm not gonna get to see him though. He's going to visit my parents. Ew. Why is he uh, skipping to a different province and not even coming to see me? How dare I'm you? Oh my god. How dare? What the um, hell? It's like he wants to go see like the mountains or like other Canadian amazing landscapes or something. Isn't Alberta on fire right now? Uh yeah, kind of, yeah. My say, stomach I, is really growling. I'm sorry if you can hear that. I cannot. I'm sure I will probably catch stomach chan in the recording, though. Maybe. Oh no! Did you not eat dinner before this? I did. That's probably why it's growling, though. Oh. Digestion. I was gonna say because that was my whole point in like pushing this back to eight thirty. I did eat. And then being late to my own set recording time because you know coffee. Coffee. But I figured if anybody would appreciate me being late for coffee, it would be you. So. Oh yeah, you can be late for coffee anytime. Hell so long yeah, as you yeah. bring me one. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for whenever we have our meetup next year. Yeah. Acceptable reasons for being late. Coffee with a coffee for me. 
the other one, death. That's too concrete. (laughs) (laughs) And definitely no death. You're grounded. Can you be grounded on an airplane? I mean, depends on your uh, definition. Parents, can you ground your children whilst you're flying? (laughs) You you can. There'll probably be some issues with that, but you can. (laughs) All right, out you go. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be grounded real quick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I think you and I had two very different ideas of how it's going. Well. I mean, they'll be closer to the ground than I think they've ever been before. I think they'll probably actually be a part of it. They'll really, then that'll be the definition of grounded at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's one hell of a spank. Oh. Don't spank your kid. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to clip that too. Why not? Uh, Okay. So then um, that's, I don't know what else to say about this. It's good. Go watch it. We'll cover the rest of it when we've watched it and it's out. <laughs> Just, and I realize how often we have said this, but I really don't want to spoil this for anybody that hasn't watched it because the end of this episode is Promise Neverland season or like season one, episode one vibes of we'll hook you. Yeah. By the time it is said and done. Yeah. And I genuinely mean it. Like, yeah. you get a 14-day free trial of High Dive whenever you sign up for it. Mm-hmm. This is worth the free trial. This show alone is worth the $6 a month Yes, for it. But you can also, while you're at it, go watch your boy Kong Ming. Yeah. So, yeah, 100% recommend going to watch this. It's worth it. That OP is a banger. Yeah. Actually, the ED is a banger, too. But you haven't heard the ED yet, so you don't know. No, OP is Idol by Yao Sobi, and the ED is Mephisito by Zio Vachi. Um, so the ED, uh, as far as like for Americans, if you want to go hunt it down on uh, Apple Music, is Mephisto, Mephisto by Queen Mephisto. B. I don't know. And it, oh, it is a fucking banger. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, there's just the whole bit. The soundtrack for the show is amazing. The animation knows when it needs to be good, and it is fucking good. Mm-hmm. I cannot say enough good about this show. Like once you get past the, the little uncomfy bit in the beginning, it just doesn't let up. Yeah, I think okay. So when we're we're talking about the uncomfy bit, we're specifically referring to, um sexualization of minors which is like when you say it like that it's like well why are you being acceptable of it and everything and it's like because of the way that the show has done it has done it in a way to where they're like the characters are creeps for doing it and they physically call them out on it too it's not like where they get away with it no like they either call each other out on it they get called out on it in some way Mm -hmm. like they are called out on it yeah and it is also comedic i don't necessarily agree with it and it doesn't sit well with me and i don't think it sits well with brad either which is why we're calling it creepy and weird and we have to say you get past it because you like the characters that are doing it but i think you just kind of have to there's some 
some I think what we've learned today, the lesson of today is there are some hills you die on, and this is not one of them. There are so many shows, animes, things like that, that have legitimate, real arguments about sexualization of minors and like all of this shit. And really good conversations to have had around those arguments and those conversations are necessary this is not one of those shows that we you you should use as an example of that because it will water down your argument yeah it's very aware of what it's doing yeah and literally after the first little bit like after the 30 minutes it's never mentioned again yeah and it's also because the topic of the show the basis of the show is centered around the entertainment industry. I think there are definitely parallels in there where you could make a solid argument that it is bringing attention to the fact that it is the entertainment industry that is causing these, the the sexualization of minors in this light. I think it's aware of itself in the fact that it calls itself out for being part of the very industry that is doing the damage. Like it's, it's, I don't think, like it's I think it's intentional I think it's completely intentional to do this because I think there is argument that it is trying to bring awareness to it directly but doing so in a way that that like it's it's supposed to be creepy it's supposed to be weird it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because it's a show about a 16 year old who gets pregnant in the entertainment industry like that's it's the point yeah so yeah, I think I think you can't really use this in the same way because I think it like that it was completely intentional. Like they're not doing it as like the the authors, the writers aren't creeps for writing the show this way because they specifically wrote it this, wrote it this way to bring attention to this topic. If you ask yeah. me, that's my it, interpretation of it anyway. Oh no, I'm right there with you. Like yeah. it's it's distasteful in a tasteful manner, if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's done with a purpose. Yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable because it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because you're not supposed to like it because it's an uncomfortable thing. And in doing that, it's proving a point. Yep. So do we like it? No. Did we have fun watching it? No. Is the show still really good? Yes. Yeah, like it's one of those things where I made sure to like point it out beforehand. That way Blue would have an idea going into it. Mm -hmm. Then also, once you get past that bit, the show's fucking great. Yeah, and I think even with that in a way it's still really good because of the fact that it's it's so ridiculous as well this is the thing as well it's like it's not like like it's so exaggerated it's like it's so it's so exaggerated that it can't be taken seriously because we're literally talking about adult humans or near enough adult humans that have been killed in some way or another then resurrected as infants of their idol who are then like going through the the comp- like the the thought process of whether or not they are allowed to breastfeed like the, it's so ridiculous that it it's like it's you would have to try really hard to take it seriously i feel like yeah because yeah it's just it's all so stupid and it's stupid intentionally yeah yeah the show's bad shit crazy yeah but it's fucking great and i think that makes it really clever and oh, i don't know 100%. maybe i'm reading way too much into it but like i genuinely like the way i see i see this i see this as really clever commentary on the uh, legitimate disgusting behavior of 
fans directed towards teenage idols, but also oh my towards goodness, yes, yeah, like it's it's I see it as legitimate commentary on that, but done in a very dumb, entertaining way that most people won't necessarily see the commentary for unless they decide to analyze it like us weirdos yeah that's one of those things to where whenever i'm watching through things for the first time like Mm -hmm. on a week-to-week basis i'm not just like fully analyzing it Mm -hmm. like i analyze it enough to like decide which ones i'm going to continue on with because normally by about this point in the anime season i've dropped a good chunk of the shows because it's not sustainable to try to watch 30 or 40 fucking shows yeah but I pay close enough attention to where I know which ones I want us to cover on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But this show, from the offset, from the first episode, I've been telling everybody, hey, watch this shit. It's fucking great. Yeah. But, and then I'm just like, this show, like, touches on a lot of topics that most don't. And it touches on them in a way that, it's like we've said already, it takes itself just seriously enough Mm -hmm. but also definitely not Mm -hmm. so handled very well yeah i would be i'm very interested to hear your guys's thoughts on the decisions made in this show and whether or not you thought of it as deeply as we have kind of dived into it now Mm -hmm. or if you like how it made you feel if you felt uncomfortable the same way that we did if you understood it right away because i kind of Got it upon reflection in the moment. I was like, ugh. But upon reflection, I kind of understood more. Did you get it right away? Did did you have a completely different interpretation? There's one of the things that is so amazing about content is that we can all have our own different interpretations and our own different thoughts and opinions. Brad and I have said it before. We will say it again a million times. We are just two weirdos who like anime and happen to own microphones. We don't actually know shit. Yeah, we have not gone to school in any way, shape, form, or fashion to be professional reviewers. No. We just like to discuss shows that we watch. And yeah. at this point, we discuss shows that we like a lot more than we don't. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't really review. We just tell you what we like. Yeah, and we we haven't done something that we both just hate in a very long time. Because yeah. who wants to watch something and be fucking miserable? I was going to say, yeah. this is This show is here for... A long time, not necessarily a good time. I was going to say a good time, not a long time, but it's been like four years now. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been at this for literally right over three years now. Yeah. So, yeah, we we do it. Yeah, okay. So, first <laughs> I just noticed our names on our recording screen. In my in my, my order, it says, hello, trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% accurate. Uh, well, that made me giggle. <laughs> and also, you're just now noticing that. Yeah, because I didn't really look. I like I saw your name was Trauma, but I didn't connect that it was like in order. It's like, hello, Trauma. How you doing? Uh, also, like how it has it in all caps on so mine, is just Trauma. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, the shit that we deal with on a regular basis. Honestly, though. But yeah, go watch it. We'll come back to you with the rest. Yeah. So first episode. I know it's kind of off-putting to rate it, but what do you rate it? Um, I'm rating it. I, I want to watch fucking more out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can unbiasedly sit here and give the first episode a 10. It hits everything that it needs to hit and more. 
and yeah I, I can't wait to see where the season finishes out yeah i'm gonna rate this a binge out of 10 a binge out of 10 all right i love it yeah i love how you're slowly breaking our scale more and more as time goes on i love it yep. big fan all right now for next week we are again breaking convention for a whole new take on everything so to those that are unaware there were two films released on Crunchyroll within mm. the past couple of weeks, and they are films that, depending on which order you watch them in, you will get an entirely different story. Mm -hmm. So the names of the films are To Every You I've Loved Before and To Me, The, the One Who Loved You. Mm. And Blue and I will be watching them forwards and backwards from one another. Yes. So we are going to have two very different takes on the story here, and we are going to decide which order we think they should be watched in. Yeah. Actually, that's bullshitting. We did not discuss that. We just discussed how we were going to do it. However, I'm now curious, to, since we're going to hear each other's thoughts and see if we can piece together which watching order is actually the better order. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Also confusing as hell. Yep. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. You can follow us on all of the socials at BNB Anime, or you've got Blue at Blues Lavenders, or myself at Brad Garen on Instagram. Also, Brad Carter Gaming on Twitch. Yeah. And then, yeah, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and also website, both of those, BNB Anime. But yep. one is .com and the other one is YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yes, I felt the need to specify that, because why the fuck not? Yep. And with all that being said, we'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye.